So before I get started with today's episode, I just want to talk about a community that I found. This community is for people looking for opportunities and job and to communicate with, with others for personal development and have their requests supported. This community is called Spila. And it's really a dope community. It's a growing community. So if you, if any of those things interest you, you really should go there. The website is S-P-I-E-L-A dot C-O dot U-K. That's S-P-I-E-L-A dot C-O dot U-K. Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, welcome to another episode of Kencast, a podcast about information, not affirmation, where we know facts don't lie, but we have to put it in a different perspective to see the whole story. So today's episode is something that I've wanted to talk about for a really long time, but I wanted to do those other episodes first because I feel like I needed a good foundation for what I'm going to talk about, and that is, drum roll, no drum roll, dating, but specifically long-term dating, long-term relationships, because I went on the internet and I was looking, I was just like, let me see what people say about being in long-term relationships. And it's not really much, but if you look for short-term and dating and just trying to sleep with someone, having a one-night stand, there is an overabundance of that. So in an effort to even it out and to let people know that you can want long-term relationships before you get into your 30s and late 20s. Here we are. Uh, I'm going to be talking about it today, and I'm going to be talking about the five things that I feel you need in order to have a really successful long-term relationship, because there are long-term relationships that people will have, but it might not be the best relationship. And I've learned in my life that when I apply these five different, uh, this philosophy, I'll say that my long-term relationships have been, or my relationships in general has been better. And this is, this can apply to dating in real life or during these COVID times dating online. And I feel when dating online that these all apply a little bit more, especially the second one I'm going to talk about. But I'll get into that when the time is, when I am actually talking about it. So how I even got to this point is that I didn't try to think of, hey, what are these five pillars or whatever that I'm trying to install, uh, instill in myself in order to have a good dating life. I just realized that I was constantly doing the same things over and over again. And I was able to have meaningful relationships and in wanting to give a different perspective to different things, dating in this uh, instance, I feel like it's uh, my duty (laughs) to give everyone this information so that they can also have really fulfilling long-term relationships and not just only worry about getting someone in short term and not have the uh, tools necessary to be in a long-term relationship. So this is not while you are in the relationship, this is what you should do before being in the relationship so that you will be able to have a better, uh, more, not more effective, but a happier, yeah, happier relationship long-term. And because you really want to make sure that you are a healed person, 
that you also have your filters in place for the types of people that you want to be with. But you also have to make sure that you actually follow those filters and rules and regulations that you have set for yourself so that you don't get uh, pulled by your heart. Because a lot of times we know someone might, may not be the best for us, but we feel a certain type of way and it gets uh, in the way of our best judgment. Also, you want to make sure that you will be who you are in the be from the beginning to the end, because you don't want anybody to say, well, you changed up on me. You were this way in the beginning. You're this way now. You have to always be yourself. And last but not least, the one thing I always harp on and what's important for any relationship is effective communication. How can you expect somebody to know what you want, feel, and how you think if you don't really care about how you are communicating with them or how they receive what you are saying. Sometimes you may have to change what you're saying a little bit in order to communicate with uh, someone who you love or who you're in a relationship with in general. All right, so the first thing I'm going to talk about is accountability. So accountability is what I feel a lot of people are lacking. And this is not me trying to judge people, it's just my observation. A lot of people are quick to say someone else did something before they admit that their fault in it. And I'm not saying that you always have a fault in something, but usually there's signs that told you that this person was not for you or that they were not who they said they were. And so for, for me, being accountable was what did I allow? Because a lot of times we will sit there and say, this person did this, this person did that. But did you allow them to? Did you get let them feel comfortable doing that? Did you build up the relationship when they started doing that from the beginning and you felt, oh, well, maybe they'll change and then they didn't change? This is very important. You have to make sure that you know what you are doing, even if they are the party that is doing wrong but you still have to make sure that you know what you're doing so that you can prevent that wrong from being done to you in the future. And I think that when people are afraid of something that someone in their past has done to them, they haven't really taken accountability for their parts in it because the people that I have seen and spoken with, whenever they have, even if they were done really dirty, cheated on multiple times, uh, had a kid with this person and everything, once they realized, okay, they were wrong, but I fed into it with this, or I did this, which I should, or maybe it could be something as small as them overlooking a few telltale signs that this person was up to no good, or maybe they weren't even a bad person, but just not the person for them. A lot of times these signs are right out in the, in, right in front of our noses and we just do not see it. So, it's really upon us to take the time, make sure that we know the part that we played in it, no matter how large or small, and make sure that we know what to do in the future to avoid it. Or we, it might be something that we liked. We might want to keep doing it. It's not always a negative thing, but uh, usually when people avoid accountability, it is uh, for something negative. So I just want to make sure that you know that you should be accountable for all of your actions and not just heap all of the blame on the other party. So the second pillar for really good long-term relationships and 
once again, by really good, I mean getting into and finding a person who you will find suitable for a long-term relationship. And it may be the most important, especially with online dating, is discernment. A lot of people do not have filters for the person that they want to be. They do not know their green lights or everything they want in a person or the top traits that they want in a person or characteristics. And they don't have the red lights, the uh, traits and characteristics that they do not want in a person. And even if they do do that, they don't have the third pillar, which is uh, intention, being intentional and just moving on from that person or pursuing the person that does meet those requirements. So being able to discern or uh, have your filters and being able to stick to that is very important because it can remove us from the feeling that we have that this person has given us, which may be an amazing feeling. But sometimes those butterflies, those sparks can get in the way of what is really happening. And being able to discern and be intentional with your future and what you really, really want from a relationship will be able to weed out all of the, or most, a lot of the people who are not meant for you. So if you can think, you might be able to think back into your past of a time that someone was not who you really wanted to be with. They didn't meet your qualifications, but you were like, you know what? Forget it. I'm just going to go on. And you probably saw a few red flags that you didn't like. And you're like, you know what? No, I'm going to keep going. And then later you realize, man, this was not a good relationship. I don't know how I did that. And that is what I'm talking about. That is not having the, or you could have had the filters, but you didn't pull through with it, which is what a lot of us do. We know what we like, but we don't go after it or we don't, uh, or we know what we don't like and we let that slide. So having a, a hard filter, knowing, okay, I'm never going to stand for this or I will might let this slide. It doesn't, it depends on who you are. Like for me, I need someone who is going to be willing to change. You have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. That is what I love to do. And I would like the person that I am with to be able to do the same thing. So that's a green light that I have to have, regardless of anything else, she has to have this. And one red light that I have is someone who doesn't like to listen someone who is really, really stubborn. Being a little bit stubborn can be a good thing and it's not necessarily a bad thing, but being, but never listening to what someone has to tell you, no matter how knowledgeable this person is, is just not, it's just not something that I can go for. And you have to be able to listen, roll with the punches, learn and grow. That's just me, but that's just an example. And those are the second and third pillars. And for the fourth pillar, this was probably the hardest one for me, is being authentic or being unapologetically yourself. And in the very beginning, when I first started dating, it was really hard for me to be myself because I just wanted to be a, the guy that women liked. And I feel like a lot of guys have this issue. And we really, really want to be just liked by women or just a specific woman. And so we kind of modify ourselves in order to 
be who that woman wants to wants us to be. I'm I'm pretty sure that women have the same issue, but I'm not a woman, so I don't know. <laughs> but I have talked to some women. They do. They have mentioned that this issue. This is also an issue for them. But being authentic is not just being who you are, regardless of who you are with. Because like what I spoke about earlier, sometimes someone might have a a good change that a good way to change your life that could really benefit you. But if you're too stuck into I am who I was in the beginning of this relationship or when you first met me and I'm never going to change from this and stop trying to change me, then that can stop you from growing or from being with someone who can help you grow. And you might be with someone who just always accepts everything at for who you are and that might not necessarily facilitate your growth. So being authentic is really important. Um, another reason why being authentic is important is because you can't be inauthentic the entire time. Eventually, the truth is going to come out. Who you really are is going to come out, and that person will see you for who you truly are. And I would rather somebody see me for who I was day one, or who I, or how much I let them in day one, versus being a completely different person day thirty, a hundred, or something like that. So being authentic just really takes the stress out of, off of you and it allows you to be yourself and find someone who likes you for who you are. So you will be literally rewarded for being yourself, especially if you are in a long-term relationship because the longer you are yourself, then the long, happier that person will be. Hopefully you will find yourself with that person because you're already being accountable. You're already discerning who you want to be with and you're being intentional to make sure that you are with the that person who meets your qualifications. So as I said before, there's not really much information on long-term relationships, but I have given, given my five pillars on what it, you can do to apply to your life to be able to get into a successful, happy, fruitful, hopefully <laughs> long-term relationship. And so if you ever need to reach out to me, you ever need to comment questions, concerns, whatever, uh, anything you want to talk about that I've said in the podcast, you can reach out to me on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, all at CanCast Podcast. And like I talked about the community community in the beginning, you can catch me on Spyla as well. My name is CanCast Podcast on there too. Um, I will, I usually post my podcast on there as well. And I usually get people commenting. So if you want to, you can just sign up over there and then comment, and then I'll respond as soon as I see it. Uh, thank you so much for everybody who tunes in, especially if you made it to this point in the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Thank you very much. Please rate and subscribe. I'm on every major application that you can find a podcast on. You name it. It's on there. Just go, subscribe, rate it, give it a true rating. It doesn't have to be five stars, even though I'm like, why would you not rate it five stars? I'm giving y'all the keys for everything you need to do, you know? And if and if I'm not, let me know. Like, just leave a comment on there. Give me five stars, though. Let me get a chance to redeem myself. And then if I don't do it, then you can take off a star or something. Yeah, all right. So <laughs> until next time, be positive and be easy. Peace.